Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Butthole Quinny and Alan are trapped inside Greensboro Penitentiary, somewhere Von Strauss has been stabbed and our heroes have been separated from each other. Will Butthole and Alan be able to find their way back to Quinny? Will the Unseen Hand-affiliated Gary prove to be friend or foe? What the hell is going on with this frickin' Quinny clone? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. Two of them are fighting. One of them gets a good grip and grabs his opponent by the chest, grabs him by the mask, flips him to the ground. Mm-hmm. As he goes, the mask comes off and you see Quinny's face. Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Good move. Well done. Next time, you are not so concerned to uncover them, yes? But you kill them. That is the greatest uncovering at all. Yes? Uh, yep. Yep. Great. Thanks, Gary. Now, attention. Cues. I have a new training regiment. Our friend here, Stitches, will be your next sparring partner. Take no mercy. Show them everything I've trained so far. Guards, you might want to pay attention to this. And then Gary turns and very surreptitiously, Sorry, Stitches, but I did not have time to uh, tell you all of my plan. Try to fight back as best as you can. Be impressive. Underline the word impressive. Yes? Gary, what the hell is going on? Gary, (laughs) you're going to get hit a bunch. Ready, cues? Yep, let's do it. We're bad little boys. Uh, (laughs) It's a perversion of my sneaky boy phrase. So we cut back to Alan and Butthole. Nat has brought you into General Pop, just cells upon cells upon cells. Mm -hmm. In a spot of luck, you two will be cellmates. So she shows you to your cell. Very classic two bunks and a bucket kind of situation. She says oh, that no. um, oh, God. the uh, the work order will be starting up soon, so you've got a few minutes to yourselves to <laughs> settle into your cage. I use the bucket just before Butthole has a chance to like destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You took my hat. <laughs> this is like a roommate sitcom, you know? The show One Bucket. <laughs> Alan, can you roll me an Arcana check, please? Yeah. 20 total. You feel complete absence of magic. Mm-hmm. However, you hear the voice. Alan, what's going on? Are you okay? No. What the fuck happened? I have a fucking anti-magic collar on. I know, Alan. We both have collars on. I, is this for you? Like, I don't get it. I'm just talking to myself. What the fuck happened to my eye? I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Wait, so, wait. wait. Like, well, Why do you have an anti-magic collar on? Because I'm in prison. Jesus Christ. He's a character in Forgotten Realms. <laughs> I've um, said it enough that it has yeah. to be canon at this he's, point. He's in hell, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sort of weird. So the, um, the voice goes quiet and says, okay, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help you, but you need to get out of there. I, I'll try. Okay, okay, I think I've got a plan. Give me a few minutes. All right. Just don't do anything without me. Okay. Okay, I have questions. So, Alan, as a man who talks to himself quite often, there's usually a lot less okaying allowed than just agreeing with your own thoughts, which means I have two concerns. Either you talk to yourself differently or you're getting a little bit full of yourself because if you're just thinking your ideas are great, that might not be true. Okay, don't... I mean, you ran in here and you immediately used the bucket as though it was yours. That's a shared bucket. If it's yellow, do it in the yard. If it's brown, do it in the bucket. very aware it's a shared bucket. Oh, well, that's I am good. painfully aware. But like what's that was that was some weird talking, Alan. Do um, I need to worry? No. I might as well tell you this. Um there's a voice in my head talks to me. It's actually helped us out a bunch. <gasps> Which god is it? I don't know. I I don't I don't 
think it's a god. Have you asked? Because no. I thought I was just having a vision and I was crazy, and then I realized it was Moonhammer, and then you said Moonhammer's not real, and we did that for a while, and then we all met Moonhammer, so Moonhammer is real. I bet yours is a god, and now we're going to find out yeah, who you're a cleric of. If he's a god, I don't think he's like Moonhammer. Okay, that's fair. So have you asked anything about like who's talking to you? Not really. Well, that might be like a good question to ask, my concerned ratchets up internally, <laughs> because there are like good gods, and then there's bad gods. Like, the god of war is fucking terrible. And there are gods of all good things. I mean, you know that body I put together? It's so great. God of Ripnome Abs, God of Shadow Puppets, God of the Bearded Ladies, God of Donkeys. But that means there's also gods of dismemberment and slaughter and pain. And those guys tend to be really helpful right up until they're really not. Uh-huh. Internally, I'm kind of afraid to tell Butthole more because I don't know the repercussions. Your ink-stained hand suddenly twitches and flicked off of one finger is almost a magic missile. It sparks and your collar does nothing. Do I see this? Yep. It's an involuntary twitch. Like suddenly your arm just kind of flips out and there's just a spark off your finger. Whoa. Okay. Was that you? Yes and no. Smash cut to <laughs> four quinnies. Roll me initiative, please, sir. Uh, also, Tom, I'd like Gary to watch this combat, but also be a part of it. Because mm-hmm. I got some stuff I'd like him to do so to try to affect it. If you could roll me some initiative there, Thank Gary, you. that would be great. Right. All Thank right. you. All right. Coming in hot on the initiative with a seven. Hey, I got an eight. Hey, so all right. You did less well from their 20 and 10, respectively. Like so. master, like student. <laughs> slow. That's right. We Gary, call this slow style. Gary's that one chapter ahead, teacher. Let them hit you first. And if it doesn't kill you, good. It made you stronger. So to delineate these guys, we're going to say two of them have dropped the masks. So mm-hmm. two are unmasked, two who are masked. So the two unmasked guys jump at you first, and they sort of launch unarmed strikes at you. The first guy misses. However, the second guy manages a crit. So you'll take seven points of damage as he strikes you squarely across your bearded face. It's not a move you would have done, but you get the sense that Gary's influence has been felt in more ways than one. Okay. The next two leap in. You can tell that they've been trained to move as a unit rather than as individuals. So think rather than you having to say, hey, butthole, line me up for an attack. Yeah. All four of them are constantly doing that. So it's like a weird swirling melee of rogues. Okay. So the two of them attack you. They'll both hit. So take six points of damage from the two strikes. In cinematic terms, first guy leaps forward, sort of Superman punches you across the face. Next guy hits you in the back of the leg. You drop to a knee. And the third guy throws a kick into your ribs. Good lord. Okay. So, not pleasant, but... I'm not doing good after that either. This, uh, is, this is how I just kill your character. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it happened again. Gary, uh, it's your initiative. What I would like to do is I'm kind of at the edge of the ring here, standing behind a Stitch. And I'd like to use my monastic tradition of Way of the Long Death and do an hour of reaping. Basically, all my opponents, so these ninjas, have to make a wisdom saving throw of 13, mm-hmm. or they are frightened of oh. me until the end of my next turn. How are you doing that to them? Are you like... Yelling. I think I'm trying to do this subtly. I think it's just kind of like doing like the pie may thing. You're just standing there staring them down. Yeah, exactly. Like talons crossed, and I think it's just like a slow shake of the head, darting eye contact, and just trying to exude that. Oh man, getting cut eye from a bird. Yeah, their eyes are good. (laughs) So all but one of them is now frightened of you. Right. But there's one who really wants to prove himself. Q15. Yeah. Q15, the Alpha (laughs) Quinny. Q15 has always been an upstart. <laughs> the Neo of the Quinny program. <laughs> After the disaster of Q14 and the odd result of Q20. Well, we know what happened to Q7. Cannibalistic. The, <laughs> the unspoken Q. Yeah. 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 It's so weird that we just skipped the number 7 in our order. Yes. And there's no 17. And there's no 27. As you work up, the number 7 has been stripped from the Q registry. <laughs> I have a weird religion. <laughs> Uh, great. So they are now frightened of their master. And I'm kind of hoping, because I'm behind Stitch here, mm-hmm. that they are perhaps frightened yep. of Stitch. I will, uh, basically, what we'll do then is I'll give the advantage that would normally be granted to you to Quinny in the fight. Because, great. yeah, every time they catch you out of the corner of the eye, they're like, oh, he's still really, still really mad. we got to work harder. OG Quinny, you're up. I'm just going to call you Stitch for usefulness. Yeah, that's on fine. Yeah, yeah. Stitch is yep. easier. Did I clock that assist from Gary? You're being pummeled by tiny fists. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I, I don't Fair think enough. You've, you've, you've seen that yet. Okay. I have no weapons. 
pounds. So I think I'm just going to use one of the few benefits of my new body is I'm bigger and stronger. I'm going to just grab the last guy that landed a blow on me mm-hmm. and pick him up and body block him between <laughs> me and the other Quinnies. You're going for a Quinny sweep? I'm just going to use one against the other ones and try and keep them spread out and keep them from getting to me. So you have a shield and now there are fewer of them. Sweep the Quinny. <laughs> Quinny. <laughs> Damn it. So I imagine the shield is like facing away from you so he can't punch you in the face. I think I'm it probably starts that he's facing me and I pick him up and then he does what Quinny would have done was flailing arms and feet and like, no, no. And I, I can hold him like arm's length away so he can't reach me. Yeah, you know how much Quinny's hate getting picked up. Yeah, oh, I absolutely do. <laughs> Quinny, uh, you also observe when you do that he actually looks younger than you. Okay. It's like looking at a mirror, but it's a younger mirror, if that makes any sense. That's insult injury. Yeah, no. So he's like slightly thinner and better looking. And oh, look at those cheekbones. I used to have those cheekbones. <laughs> Now I have the cheekbones of a... You can't even see because of my beard. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know what I'm so rolling. So roll me, roll me a grappling check, please. Grappling? Okay. Yeah. Strength check. I'll roll an opposed check from him. Okay, so that's a total of 10. You also have advantage because he's frightened. Shall I roll again then? Yep, please do. That's a total of 16. 16? Great. So you hoist him up and you have just that horrible moment of staring into his weird twisted mirror as yeah, he flails. So I think that's part of why I have to turn him away too. Is like he's flailing at me, but I'm also looking at my own young face. So I turn him away. So your action was getting him up in the air. So now you've got sort of a Quinny shield between you and the other Quinnies. Yeah. What do you want to do? Are you trying to fight around it? I think it's literally like if you have a shield, you can shield bash something. Okay. So if they approach me, I'm like holding young Quinny against my chest. Yep. And if they come within like arm's reach, I'm shoving him into their faces okay, and so just mashing you're now one halfling into another. A Quinny. So you've got a, a flailing, spitting, swearing halfling in your arms. Yep. And Gary Lacan impassively. All right, back up to the top of the round of the two frightened Quinnies. Technically, they can't move closer to Gary. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so one of them turns, and Quinny, you observe him move into something like a dog's purpose. So it kind of like builds a step. Okay. But this looks really strange. You've never seen anything like this before. This is definitely not a maneuver that you would have done. Okay. So the one Quinny tries to jump off the other Quinny and fails horribly because he's frightened. So he goes That's for why the. I don't do it. Goes That's for why the leap and then kind of sees the hawkish glare and he goes oh no uh, ah. he kind of falls prone next to you so that's one the other one was creating the bridge next group of quinnies the one in your arms is going to try and flail out he fails and then the one who isn't frightened is going to attack you so i'm going to give you a plus four to ac i guess because you're wielding a quinny shield Got it. Uh, it just makes it hard to fight so he tries to get a, land a punch he's also actively trying not to punch his fellow quinny mm. there doesn't seem to be any concern mm. For his safety, it seems more so that it would be bad in the eyes of Gary. Oh, okay. Uh, But there's no like, oh, no, you're my brother. I won't punch you. It's just literally, I don't want to look bad. Which brings us to Gary. I've got key empowered strikes. Could I try to meditate on Stitch here and imbue, uh, kind of share my key over to him to help empower his blows, share my key? Let's use skills rather than key. And it might be like a word of encouragement or like a sweep the quinny, like something to that effect. Be the old Mick in the corner of the rock. Why don't you use your... uh, Wisdom. Okay. And uh, roll me a wisdom check. And I'll I'll give you advantage because you trained because you trained them. DM, you're so kind. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. Natural twenty. You went from a, went from a one, one to, to a, a twenty. 20. Good God. So. You were going to give him advice, but you've been training Quinnies for so long because you know he's Quinny. You give him Quinny advice, and it just your brain breaks for a little second where yeah. it's like, oh wait, you're in a weird donkey body. Like this is terrible. Yes. But then, what advice do you give him? To defeat them, you must destroy yourself. So. <laughs> Quinny, I'm going to give you two attacks with your Quinny as you swing your Quinny around. It's all very painfully on like the surface of you're not what you used to be. You're in a weird new body. So I'm going to um, take the Quinny in my hands and shove him into the floor and vault off of him and do a mule kick with my actual mule legs into the chest of another Quinny. Yes, you're a donkey, I guess. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so roll your first attack, jamming the Quinny into the floor. Okay. I'll make that a strength check plus proficiency, please. Okay. 19 plus 4 plus 3, 26. You slam him. You always knew that you were squishy, (laughs) and you feel him break under you when you smash him into the floor. So roll your damage. What what is the damage to hit a queen in the floor? D6 plus your strength. Okay. 10 total. You crush him. So you feel his ribcage collapse under you as you jam him into the floor. Oh. As you do so, yeah, you feel horrible, but your body's doing what your brain knows you need to. You leap up and you'll kick. Can you make me an acrobatics check? Oh, I'd love to. So that's a three on the die, but a 13 total. (laughs) So you leap through the air as you're going. Please roll me a dexterity-based attack. So dexterity, proficiency, and d20. 17. That'll definitely hit. Roll your damage, please. Since you're using mule strength and you passed your acrobatics check, I'll let you use a d8. Oh, cool. Plus my dex? Yep. 
Okay, so nine. You hop up and just pop him square in the face. You don't quite feel his neck snap, but you see him snap to one side. Dave, he kind of falls, but uh, he looks like he's pretty much down for the count. Was that our beautiful Q15? No, beautiful Q15 still standing because he's the one who's actually good at fighting, but yes. uh, Q1 and 3 are dead. Q1? Whoa. Legacy yeah. kill. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you ran out of numbers and started again. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, we started with J, and then I jumped to Q. I spring back up with the corpse of a Quinny in my hand, still brandishing it defensively. Yeah. Just like in my dreams. <laughs> that was Gary's turn. That's what he granted you with oh, his, Jesus. his thing. Oh, wow. So now it's your move. How far away are these other So Q2 enemies? is the one who got down on his knees to pop the other guy up, so he's starting to back away. Okay. He realizes he's failed his master. Q15 is the one who's throwing jabs at you, so he's close by. Okay. I'm going to smother him with the corpse of... <laughs> One of these other Quinnies. As you do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the minute we go to prison and just gets one floor of the cuckoo's nest up in here, just like... I feel like I'm going crazy. I'm fighting copies of my old self. Like, Well, put out the light. Can you roll me a strength check, please? Hold a post check for him. 12. Strength was never Quinny's thing, no, so that... not my th- strength. You, I guess... You smother him with the torso yeah. of a dead person full of shattered ribs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I had a penny for every time, am I right? Prison life. <laughs> this is odd ASMR. <laughs> it's working for me, though. I'm getting relaxed. <laughs> uh, so eventually he stops struggling. Okay. The other one is now just, he's running. Gary, you can let that other one leave, or? I'm actually going to say stop, and I'm going to approach Stitch here, and I'm going to attempt to stunning strike you. I'm actually just going to, like, pop, 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 punch you along your very odd anatomy and try to stun you. Got it. Cool. I'm going to attack you here. A 19 to hit. Yes, sir. And then you have to make a con saving throw of 13 takes 7 damage. I actually hit 13. Well, but fine. are you a willing target? Yeah, the nerve clusters might be in different places on a patchwork of body parts. Nothing happens and I just go, oh, and just like <laughs> just go with it. Uh, yeah, just yeah. go with it. Yeah, Can you roll yeah. me a performance check, please? <laughs> total of six. It's bad. They, oh no, doesn't quite sell it. However, <laughs> you yell that hort. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is though, that the people in the room are so scared of Gary that even though they don't really know what happened with you and you just kicked the ass of a bunch of people, they're so scared of Gary punching with his one taloned arm. They're just willing to suspend their disbelief and assume that if Gary wants you down, you go down. And I try to gloss over that as I, I think I go for the stunning blow. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what creature this is. This is, yeah, nerves, who knows? And then after that kind of failed, attempt, I'm going to call for the guards and try to make it seem like Stitch here is just a bigger asset. I'm kind of worried about containment because I'm a good prison employee. Good. Four more cues rush in. These ones are armed. Oh, great. Uh, so they come in with riot shields and batons. One of them gestures to Stitch. I need you to restrain him. Q15, are you all right? Q15 was the one who was smothered. Oh, I'm sorry. But That's there's a, still you one can Q. still ask, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess I'm really, still, yeah. Really I say dark. that as a dumb question to the corpse. <laughs> are you all right, Q15? <laughs> There's like a a finger twitch and then nothing. Needs more work. Restrain this one. Send word to the warden. A bunch of Quinnies jump on you and they just beat you with sticks. Uh, And I see that and then stop, restrain, (laughs) not pummel. They all look at you and Gary, look at these guys and you realize they're probably pretty green uh, because they're beating and stuff restraining. Right. Quinny, as they're wailing on you, you can tell they're a lot less coordinated. Yeah. If they could have made vocalizations come in, they would have been going hop, 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 hop. Right, okay. So they eventually restrain you, but it's not. Great. With my six performance, I'm just going to like, while I'm getting this shit kicked out of me, like, stop it, I'm stunned. He stunned me. Ow. Um, uh, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful, glorious Cormium plantier of dumdums and dragons. And yes... It is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those dum-dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? Gonna take. I rolled so badly. You take one point of damage from that. Uncanny dodge. <laughs> They're all hitting you at exactly the points where he tried to stun you. Like yeah. we've learned, you have three points. <laughs> yeah. and you feel nothing in the body. So they managed to eventually restrain you. Not great. And then they all stare at you again, Gary, because they've forgotten what they're supposed to do next. Hold him here. I need to speak to the uh, warden immediately. Three of them stand up to go do that, and then look at each other, and then like two of them sit back down. And it's that awkward Canadian standoff thing. And then okay. finally, one of them leaves. We got go there the eventually. Well done. Stitch? Thank you. Gary, was it? Yes, my name is Gary. <laughs> Got it. And I look over at one of the Quinnies and say, are you also an unrelated prostitute? <laughs> Smash cut back to the yard. <laughs> Alan and Butthole, you're in your cell. You flick the spark. You can hear um, some sort of commotion. I think it's one of those points in prison where the doors are actually open. They haven't locked you in the cell. They just mm. dropped you into... So we're in that middle of like Deadpool 2 thing where it's all the cells in the lines yeah, up and for down. Sure. So you can hear some commotion. You see some ninja guards running by on the top level, but nothing that directly relates to you necessarily. Butthole, how do you react to this spark thing? Let me clarify my question. I said, was that you? And you said yes or no. So there's two versions of this. Was that something you consciously decided to try to kill me? Because then I need to fix this tattoo and I look at the smudgy tattoo that says Alan is your friend. Or was that something else? I mean, it was my hand, but I didn't do that. Okay, so there's some hostility from whatever about questions apparently. I want to try something, Alan. And I hold out my hand. I say, touch me. And I put my hand in buttholes. (laughs) With the black hand, right? (laughs) Yes, the black hand. And then I look at my hand. You have the mark on it. Theoretically, I'm on the team now. This obviously isn't a god because I'm sort of owned in that my soul is inside another god. This is bad. (laughs) Can you roll me a religion check, please, Ryan? Religion, always my strong point. You're a cleric, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm good at it. Eleven. The mark on your hand fades a bit, but it's still very present. Okay, you can theoretically talk to me, because if this is taking us over, then I'm on team we're fucked, so what's happening? (laughs) Just for a few months now, there's been a voice that helps us out every once in a while when things are really tough. Like when? Because, I mean, I've been away for a while, so what, what kind of examples? Well, most recently in the Well of Souls. 
when your hand exploded across your face and it almost killed you? Yeah, I guess so. I feel like we might have different <laughs> definitions of helping. So we should be deeply worried about this. I mean, it seems real friendly. But you don't know any facts? Um. Alan, hold still. Do you hold still? Yes. Can you roll me a wisdom save? 14. You manage to freeze in the middle of a sentence. And suddenly your arm twitches again. It almost convulses. A spark flies off it. And Butthole, can you roll me a constitution save, please? 20 total. Having been hit by Alan's magic before, you're actually kind of used to it. So you tense. The spark pings off the side of your collar. You feel sort of a gentle electric hum throughout your body, but it seems like it might be malfunctioning slightly now. Interesting. Did it work? No, the collar's still on. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if I can get them off without them exploding, but that should have short-circuited it a bit. You might have a chance now. I'm just looking at Alan, looking at the corner of the ceiling <laughs> of the room. <laughs> All right, can I see the collar? Is there any sort of mechanism on the collar? Is there like a keyhole? Like, what is it? It's completely smooth, Yeah. except for a seam at the back, mm -hmm. and there's a bright green light. Buttholes is flickering now. Alan, are you talking to the voice right now? Well, yeah, we might be able to get your collar off. Let's not do that before I can... We take the collar off now, then I'm just in the middle of prison with no friends and no plan with no collar, which means I would be in deep trouble. If we can figure that out, good. Useful. Okay. But let's let's put pause on immediately revealing that we can do this. But are you talking to the voice? Yeah. Can the voice hear me? Hello, voice. Can Say you? the word butthole if you can hear me. Alan, what's going on? Can you hear butthole talking? Butthole, repeat. Butthole, check, check. What's butthole? He can't hear you. Okay, so if I ask you questions, you could ask him questions, though, and then we could do, like, a, a whole thing through. Yeah, that'd work. What is his name? Um, this is really awkward because we've been talking for a while, but what's your name? Xanthus. Xanthus. Xanthus, okay. Do I know anything about Xanthus from... Okay, I don't know shit about Xanthus. That's fine. Um, nice to meet you, Xanthus. <laughs> nice to meet you, Alan. It's uh, that's funny. I guess we never got around to names. Yeah. Where is Xanthus from? Uh, Mr. Xanthus, where are you from? Uh, that's a rather complicated story. It, hang on. You hear an explosion, and suddenly your vision goes white, and you fall over. Can you roll me a oh, will save? 15. It's like a, a migraine if it happened in a flash, and then it's gone. Ouch. Are you an explosion? <laughs> You hear nothing. Were, were you born in an explosion? What? I, I don't get it. No assumptions when it comes to magic. This could be an explosion speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Neil deGrasse Tyson, we're all stardust, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That oh, he's going to have so many opinions about the physics in this game. He's so. listening to this too, right? Oh, I yeah. assume so, yeah. Coming for you, Neil deGrasse. You're <laughs> <laughs> not the only one who can science. <laughs> Smash cut to the dojo. Gary, you're standing by waiting to hear back from one of the new recruits when suddenly... Torgrim comes in and he points at Stitch. Stitch and is like, get him out of here. And the ninjas drag you out. I guess I won't protest. I'm, I'm going to protest, however. Torgrim, where are you taking him to? The warden had special plans for him, but it would seem that he's too dangerous. We're taking him to the pit. He is not too dangerous, Torgrim. I can control him. He, in fact, could be very useful in the training program. He is part of my purview, no? How many of your freaks did he just kill? They're not freaks. First of all, the queue line is very good. Uh, two. And you did nothing? I watched to see if their training panned out, and clearly this thing is very powerful and therefore can be very useful for the warden's plans, if you know the full scope of them. I don't. Well, and he reaches for an eyedropper and he just puts a drop in each eye. Kind of shakes his head out a bit. Uh, listen, Gary, I know that being part of the Lollipop Guild affords you certain privileges, but the warden is scared. There's something something going on here today, so I'm, I'm sorry about your new friend thing, monster, but... Uh, not my friend. He's definitely a monster. Great. All right. Then he'll fit right into the pit. No, he is useful, Torgrim. I'll take a step towards him. I'm not sure how many times Gary takes a stand. Do you want to do an intimidation check, or do you um, want to do a persuasion check? I'm going to intimidate... 15. Because he just took a fresh dose of drugs, he's a little bit trippy right now. Nice. So you're more intimidating than you would perhaps normally be. So you can see the professional facade drops a bit, and you can see that he's clearly in over his head. He doesn't really know what's going on. He doesn't know why the warden's giving these orders, but he says, look, I, I, I wish I could help you, Gary. Bogram, you need sleep. You need to put away your drops and actually drop into I the love great... My drops. I know you do, but I'll I tell you what, what let me... Finished, Torgrim. You know it loves you more. Your life, your life loves you, Torgrim. And your life requires sleep in order to live. So you need to drop into the bigger pool of unconsciousness and dreams and go do that. Torgrim, take a break. He reaches out and puts a hand on your wing. And says, Ow. <laughs> 
just kind of guide him to my shoulder. <laughs> like, okay. You know, I never thought a head of security at a prison and a prisoner could be friends. We're friends, right? But of course. That's really nice, Gary. I think I might just... And then he falls over asleep on one of the mats. And I spin on my heel and turn towards Stitch and the three fresh guards. Yep. Tell me, where is Nada? One of them confers with the other one and says, I think she was showing some new prisoners around. We will go find her because we need to take this to the warden's attention directly. Lead the way. Let's find her. Quinny, you feel very happy that you didn't end up in the pit because yep. that was going to suck. Yeah. Gary, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration for managing to change Torgrim's mind and get him some much-needed rest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, Gary looks out for, you know, his prison friends. And one of the cues takes you down into the general pop and you find Nada just arriving to take Alan and Butthole out into where people stitch together uniforms for the benefactors of the jail. Alan's on the ground for some reason. Butthole, you're standing over her, and Nat is just stepping up to be like, hey, we gotta go, hey, what's going on? Oh, she, she's got narcolepsy, so she just randomly <laughs> falls asleep. Oh, you know what, there's this guard who should really get more sleep, but someone, wait, Gary, hey! You're talking about Torgrim? He found some sleep! Oh! Gary, did you have something to do with that? Oh, you know me, of course. We all love Gary here. But genuinely smiles, his bird smile at Nada. She flushes a little bit, you know, she's, she's a very handsome bird man. Uh, so anyway, she, uh... I look down to Alan and go, a bird person. <laughs> Congratulations, the party is back together. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> I use the bucket and then come back. It's the same room. My planet needs me. <laughs> Gary, uh, you outrank Nada in this yes. situation, so you can pretty much take these guys where you want to go. You're still waiting to hear back about actually speaking to the warden, but it does seem like he wanted Stitch carry to the pit, so you might have to work your magic. Where do you guys want to retire to for now? Basically, he wants to talk to Nada to collude with her in terms of getting him up to the warden, so I think they'd be like, okay, have the cues on guard, and then kind of pull Nada aside. You put through them in the cell, and you gesture to Nada to pull over to a corner. I do classic prison thing is the biggest guy in the room, because I'm like 6'4 and oh, like wow. 240. So I just go and stand in that open cell door area and cross my arms and just look down at the Quinnies standing in the hallway. I don't know the Quinnies. They're just mass weirdos to me. But I'm just going to block their view while listening over my shoulder. Great. So Alan, Quinny, and Butthole, you have a couple seconds to confer. Is there anything you want to say or do before I switch over to Gary and Nada? In a hushed tone, I definitely want to say all of the halfling guards, the ones dressed like ninjas, they're me. They're me before this, before my new body. I don't understand it. Do you have siblings? No, no, they look exactly like me. Okay, so you don't have a twin. No, I don't have a twin. I don't have, like, I briefly do the math of, like, how many of these faces have I seen? I don't have five twins. Are they you or do they just look like you? Like, do they, are they you? It's like looking in a mirror. Okay. That's weird. Okay, so this, and I hold up my hand and I have the black stain on it now. Butthole, we have toilet paper in these prisons. <laughs> no, no, no. I, her hand touched me. We found out. I just raised my how hand. Much, Hello. How, much, how much does he know? Question mark? I told Butthole about the voice. The voice? Yeah. Okay. Does the name Xanthus mean anything to you? I don't know, Tom, does it? Here, you want to roll me a insight check? Not likely so far from how this die roll goes. Yeah, so that's a nine. Doesn't really Nine, know. I say. Okay, so it's Xanthus, and when we asked another question, Alan just fell down, so... It kind of exploded in my brain. Were you being punished? No, I like it was more like I was aware of the explosion. I don't know. I think Something might have happened on Xanthus's end. I think what we're learning is you might have been a little cash about the follow-up <laughs> questions with Xanthus. I think you got to start asking more questions. What is this black thing that you keep pressing on people? Why is your one eye different? What is he doing to you that's making you into a spooky black half-face thing? I kind of get the feeling that the red eye is his. Okay. <laughs> Have you asked if that's true? No. What I would just say is friends are important. It sounds like you might have a friend. A lot of scary things can be friends. A lot of scary things can also be terrifyingly evil. Alan, what's your AC? 11. Because cool. I couldn't cast mage armor today. <laughs> Um, You suddenly feel a uh, piercing pain across your darkened arm, and suddenly a streak of red starts to seep through the sleeve. What the the shit? Are you bleeding? Yeah, I think so. So you roll up your sleeve, and you can see there's like a score mark across your arm. Guys, I don't know what's happening. Cut to Gary and Nada. I think the two of you have gone to the equivalent of the prisoner water cooler. Great. So it's a water cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with no bars on it. (laughs) Is it a dwarf that is like a spilling water? Yeah, it's a a dwarven skull. Great. Um, So she goes 
goes up and she like pulls the cork out of one of the eye sockets and fills her glass. And she's like, so. How's your day going? Good. I mean, so those guys in that cell, they want to bust out of here. Also, I feel as if it is time for me and perhaps you as well to leave. What are your feelings? Gary, you've got a pretty good life here. I mean, you're on the lollipop guild. I can only dream of such an honor. Dream bigger, Nada. <laughs> dream much bigger. As in, yes, it's true. I have a job here that affords me certain uh, luxuries, but freedom to be outside. I do miss outside. Yes, that tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. What about your friends? She makes like the sign of the unseen hand. She's like, are they going to help us or what? They will help, but be unseen as is their way and their name. And handy. And handy, yes. <laughs> okay. Hey. Me to it once again. <laughs> Nada, I trust and respect you. And during this time in prison, I uh, feel well, I feel like I've grown very close to you. Yes, I've always looked up to you and your martial combat abilities, particularly as a one-winged monk. You know, they took the wing, and then I revealed that I was a monk like a train, and I should have spoken up sooner. Mm. Anyhow, regrets. I guess that's what you get for having skills. Nada, do you not have skills? Is this what you Because <laughs> that's... Do you? Not really. I, well, I can do this thing, and she does that perfect water drop noise with her mouth. Ta-da! She, like, flicks her <laughs> cheek and... <laughs> Which yeah. apparently... So, so you can't, can't actually, actually do it. No, no, I 100% can't. Ta- that's why it's so impressive to him. Yeah. I know. We'll edit it in later. <laughs> wow. No, that, we won't. <laughs> no, I know we won't. That kind of... <laughs> boink? Like yeah, that kind that of idea yeah. that I just did pretty well, but you do much better. Well, um, I was always told I did it well, but yours was very good. Nada. Considering you don't have lips. Uh, it's very true. There's a lot going on here. Nada. I would like to enlist your aid so you would get my trust, but we are going to use the monster that is in that cell. Stitch, I have called him. And he is also an old friend of mine. Oh? There's no time nor the space to talk about this right I now. I understand. I feel like he can be very useful in getting us out of here. So what, what can I do to help? The warden. What is your current relationship with him and his personal guard or what have you? Well, I, I have been applying to get a position on the Lollipop Guild as the resident water drop noise person. Yes, I've seen your resume many times. I'm sorry we keep sending it back. It's oh, just we're looking okay. for martial skills. but I understand. i got to earn it. i got to earn it. But it does mean I have been going up to the office quite a bit. So Perfect. I could go up with another resume if that would be helpful. I have so many. I think your resume is a problem. I don't think your <laughs> resume will help us here. But the fact that you have access and perhaps you can carry the weight of a story... Perhaps you can bring us up there. These other newcomers, are they people of interest at all? I mean, one of them is very, very tall, so that's something. Since they're new here, perhaps extra muscle wouldn't be bad, and these uh, new cues are uh, sworn to protect the warden and the prison. They wouldn't answer to me. The other one, I've seen her fall over. She seems to be talking to herself. Best to leave her behind. Let's leave her behind. Yeah, great. That sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah, great. Um, She finishes her water, places the cup in the garbage next to the skull. I pour a cup of water, and I dip my beak into it, and just kind of shout. Myself with water droplets and just kind of shake. Uh, I'm gonna give you two temporary HP. <laughs> just feel so glistening. I look, yeah, I look better. Thank you. Yeah. So the two of you make your way back to the cell. I'm still standing in the doorway, but leaning over my shoulder being like, we really got to sort this out (laughs) to Alan. And then Gary and Nada appear. Move, prisoner. Who are you? I mean, you look glistening. Thank you. I just had a bath. Sham jelly. As you should be. And perhaps if you do as you're told, you will also get a bath someday. See, I got this problem with authority, but I don't really but, know how important you... Butthole, let him in. Oh, okay. Come on in. What's, what's your name? My name is Gary, and I'm a, a friend of Quinny here. Yes, I know his identity. Me too. It only took a lot of convincing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fair. You can't blame me in this scenario. What are your names and your relationship to each other? I'm Butthole Farch, cleric of Moonhammer. So that name, that's a joke. Well, I mean, it's pretty funny because it's great. It is a funny joke. Okay, Butthole, fun joke. Great. Yeah, so I, I, I work for the goddess Moonhammer, goddess of strength, joy, and flatulence. Never, never heard of her. So many people haven't. And if I figure out whether or not you're evil, maybe I'll tell you about her. <laughs> And uh, right over here is Alan. Hello. Hi, you're on the ground. You okay? Yeah. I've just ripped off a strip of my prison uniform and just like wrapping it around my arm to staunch the bleeding. What's happened here? (laughs) Oh, she fell. And bled from her arm? Yeah, inside most humans is blood. Really? Yeah, if you open the bag, it comes out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Font of knowledge. Quinny shares a look with Gary. and like, this is the guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that did. Oh, my God. 
Well, we have an exciting opportunity for both of you. So if you could please follow me and we'll send someone in to look at that wound. Hold on. This is kind of a group thing. Yeah. Sort of like if you want to book two of us, then you got to bring her like it's a three or nothing kind of scenario. Trust me, she is worth this concession. If you ever think there's going to be a tripping hazard on the way, clearly we found the person to find it. And you do not know the lawsuits that can come from a prisoner falling down. All of a sudden there's an injury. Their family's getting involved. You don't want to deal. I mean, you've got institutional inertia, but I think we really just got to get this place sharpened up. Do you see how many stories there are? There aren't even railings on the stairs. They're not a uniform death. I've I mean, lived here most of my life, so yes. Yeah. Yes, I, know. I hope that the guys who work on this place are unionized. They are of a sort. Very well. Then what is your relationship to each other? You, these We're are your, family. Your family. We're a family. In, as in the colloquial, you know, you've been for rough times. Yeah. Like, I like nod to Gary with like that kind of pained look of like, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Gary looks at you and feels really sorry for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, from his side of the story. <laughs> like, in jail for the whole time. You're like, you got it worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like at least I built somewhat of a life, but oh my God. Well... With the uh, help of Nada here, I uh, think this is your very lucky day because I've also chosen that today, being reunited with my old cellmate, Quinny, here, we will escape the coffin. Looking forward to it. Okay, my only request if we're going to do this, there's a paladin. He got stabbed in the neck by the ninjas. His name's Paladin Von Strauss. I consider him a friend, and I think we got to bring him with us because he's a good dude. Also, he's so fucking strong, he'd be very useful in an escape. Unfortunately, quickness and being as small a party as possible is to our advantage. And this Van Strauss, he is the man who got stabbed by the uh, warden and his men? Yes. High-profile target like that, I think that would only endanger our mission. I agree. Okay, then so let's do it. Wait, what? That was a great reason to do it. We got to endanger ourselves. It's going to be dangerous. Do you know who's the best at being in danger? Paladin Von Strauss. Can I ask for, like, a persuasion roll? I'm just very skeptical. 100%. So, um, I think we're going to have a contest of wills. Ryan, can you roll me a persuasion check? And Julian, can you roll me a wisdom save? Wisdom save? <laughs> sure. Because yeah. this is a terrible plan. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, let's, let's find out. 17. And I got 23. Holy! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gary, do you think you've tried to break out of this prison before? I think Gary's a cautious individual. So I think he's entertained it and probably a couple times gotten close to getting the process going, but then something goes wrong and then Mm -hmm. he just kind of backs out of it. I think that's the only way he's lived so long here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So you've helped plan but not followed through kind of thing? Yeah. Or you've known the groups who did it? It's kind of like the great escape. There's like many failed attempts before that, but Gary's been very good about covering his tracks and that kind of thing. So I think what happens here, Gary, is the other teams you've done this with have failed or you've started the ball rolling they started digging a tunnel and they got caught. Like, there's been a lot of weird false starts. This is one of the first times where the pieces actually seem to be lining up. This guy seems big, having, <laughs> particularly with Quinny and with Quinny looking so weird, this is probably the best opportunity you have to go talk to the warden with other people. Yeah, and I think Gary isn't charismatic by himself. Like, he might be perceptive, but he's not imposing. Right. So, even though you know this is a terrible idea, I think the fear of not having these other people on side might be what finally sways you. Yeah, you can tell just with the way that Butthole is talking, though he seems very jokey, takes everything he's saying super seriously, and if you did not agree to get Paladin Von Strauss out, Butthole would then go and clearly enact his own escape plan. <laughs> oh, no. Which would be thoroughly problematic for everyone. Because, <laughs> so you know, they try to get out and then security crushes down. So I think the combination of those factors okay. uh, eventually sways you. Yeah, so it's kind of like a long pause, I think, where Gary's doing that calculation, kind of looks you over and says, for the record, I think this is a bad idea. However, Torgrim, the uh, head of security, is now taking some much needed rest, and that may make breaking into wherever they're keeping Van Strauss easier. Very well, then we head to Van Strauss first. Can I take this opportunity to roll some hit dice and recover some health? Yes. Yes? Okay, great. I'm just going to tear more shreds of uh, Alan's prison uniform oh, off. Yeah. Just the ankle of the, <laughs> sure. of the pan like, is getting higher and higher as I like. I mean, it's ruined some now. I rolled a one. So one health point higher. Hooray! <laughs> Admittedly, her rags were covered in her own blood. Yeah. So cross-contamination, you're only going to get so much health Question out of it. Question my blood? <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're going to do is collectively we're going to figure out what the phases of the plan are. And cool. part of that is going to be using your collective knowledge about the old prison, the new prison, and what you know of the warden, Gary, to put together a plan of action. Great. Love it. Butthole, can you roll me, please, a history 
check? Or uh, let you do insight, actually. Yeah, insight, because I don't remember anything, but it's always, what is my mm. a beautiful mind put together? That would Oof. be a, a nat one, but I'm going to use my inspiration because oh, this is such call. an important moment. Yeah. I hunker down, and then I almost start thinking about what kind of sandwich I would like, and I'm so tempted, but I'm like, no, sandwiches are for free men. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm going to get this prison. 26 total. You've got an image at the edge of your mind and you push the sandwich away and you start remembering the idle minutes when you got bored of trying to read all your legal briefs of turning over the carved cube that Squidgy gave you back in the day. Mm -hmm. And you start to piece together those ideas that have been integrated into the prison and you start to come to an understanding of not the whole Emerald City part of it, but bits and pieces. That's your chunk of brain working on it. So that's one big success. Right. Gary, you're familiar with the current prison and the old prison. Quinny, you're only familiar with the old prison. Prison. Gary, based on what you've seen so far, you don't know where the cues come from, and mm -hmm. you don't know where Von Strauss would have gone. Okay. However, if you can roll me, please, a perception check. 21. Because you spent enough time in the new wing of the prison, you would know if he was here. So he's likely being held in the old part of the prison because cool. you've observed enough to know that unless it was just a closet they were dragging him to, that there must mm -hmm. be something else that you haven't found. Yeah. Quinny, can you please roll me, and I'll let you roll an assist on this one, Julian. Okay. So if you both roll me a d20, Quinny, you can do investigation. Oh, I'm taking investigation. I'll let you do insight if you want, Julian. So basically what's happening is... I just rolled 19s, apparently. Uh, so 26. 26. And what'd you get? Uh, and 17. So between the two of you hashing out old times, you're able to isolate the two major spots that you think someone could be held in the old prison. You can tell that a lot of the prison is gone. Where the old cell block would have been, for example, has been demolished to make room for the yard. But you know that there was sort of an old gymnasium. And there's also an old medical wing. So either of those would be a good open space to do nefarious things. And by talking through how this geography, based on what Butthole's telling you as well, syncs up with the old geography, you're guessing that it's in the west end of the building. There's likely a passageway that would take you down and through. Okay, cool. Alan, can you please roll me an arcana check? Yeah. 18. 18. So while they're plotting, where's Alan at with all this? A bunch of weird shit's just happened to you. Yeah, I'm a bit concerned because I feel like Xanthus and I were finally having a conversation and maybe getting somewhere and he's suddenly disappeared. So I'm trying to focus and see if I can find him again. When you close your eyes and focus, you can see scattered images. There seem to be rays of light. There seem to be explosions. It's weird. It's almost like your chest is fluttering out mm. of breath. You're not getting clear images. It's almost phasing in and out. Does anything seem familiar? No. In fact, everything looks incredibly strange. Okay. Almost uncomfortably so. Yeah, you just found like the Silent Hill world. <laughs> <laughs> it's the upside down. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, Alan, I'm going to start an investigation chart for you. Similar to the planning charts, you'll have to make a certain amount of successes over a certain amount of failures to be able to track down Xanthus inside drone mode. Okay. So that will count as one big success. Zah. All righty. Uh, you look over at you like sweating and shaking, and I'm going, I feel like it's going well. <laughs> Is she working on the plan or what is she doing? Okay, it's sort of her story to tell, but she's sort of busy and I feel like we're all sharing. So she's <laughs> she's dealing with an internal voice thing, which sounds like this is probably a crazy, but it's helping her with the thing. My collar is not working, and I point to where the green light's flickering. And I'm a cleric, so if this is going to let us use some magic stuff, that seems to be guy in head. I don't trust the head voice. But if he's useful to get us out, we can deal with that later. You She's know, priorities. A magic user? Oh, big yeah, time. big time. Then let that voice speak. That's wonderful news. Have you ever heard of Xanthus? Can you roll me a history check, please? Four. You have not heard of Xanthus. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> wonderful. Let's move on. <laughs> Nada is going to go in search of your gear. Yes. Great. So the way that's going to work, I'll do some rolls for her, but you can tell she's a little twitchy about it. This all seems way out of her league. So Gary, you're going to need to inspire her. Yeah, I'd love to. Can I assist at all with this? I would like to test my collar. I want to pray and see if I can guide Gary. Okay. Because so that's like, a, it's a lowest level. That's a cantrip. That's my weakest kind of spell. Can you roll me a wisdom sick? 10. Gary, you're sort of warming up to do your speech. Quinny, she doesn't really know you. She didn't see the fighting. So how did you want to assist? I'd like to impart some basic tips of thievery. Okay. Gary, how do you want to try and convince her? I want to use my monastic tradition of stillness of mind and make eye contact and just calm her physically, like kind of, you know, cool. going for the breaths and that kind of thing under the guise of, yeah, I'm investing in you. You can do this, that kind of thing. Okay. So I think what that ends up looking like is you've got your hand on her shoulder. You're talking her through these things. 
you're calming her. Quinny, you're chiming in. You're giving the coaching Mm -hmm. while Gary keeps her in the mindset of you're capable of doing this and here's what you're capable of doing. Butthole, you try and pray and it's like getting really bad reception. The shock collar goes off. And it is going to deal you five points of damage. However, I will let you use guidance. So in the background, somehow it's helping uh, (laughs) with what's going on. You're doing the breathing exercises and me in the background swearing as I'm getting tased. You're like, fuck, fuck. But it's hitting the moments of like low breath. So it's helping her breathe more deeply as it comes in. So that's how I'm getting just swearing as I get tased (laughs) randomly. In for the nose. Fuck. Out for the mouth. (laughs) Shit. High points, low points. <laughs> in through the nose. Tap! <laughs> for the so, so it's Tourette's dad from yeah, YouTube now? Absolutely. <laughs> and Julian, can you please then roll me a... What skill... I guess it would be wisdom related. Yeah, okay. So if you can roll me wisdom, guidance gives you what? A D4, yeah. Yeah, roll D20. I'll give you advantage because you're being helped by Quinny. Well, that was almost a 20. 18. Plus four for me. 24. She does that nervous rookie in a war movie thing, but... She looks around at the newfound family and the sweaty lady, (laughs) and she decides that this is her chance. So she decides to be brave, and she sort of slinks off into the prison. As she goes, I look over to Quinny and just kind of smile and say, she is expendable. Oh, good. In the back, I get one more shock and just go, asshole! (laughs) Alan, can you roll me an investigation check, please? Yes. 22. What you're determining is that you're getting enough physical sensations that you don't think this is just in your mind. Mm -hmm. There seems to be enough physical sensation happening and occurring that you get the sense that maybe there's some kind of link, Mm -hmm. but whatever's happening to him right now is happening somewhere. Okay. If I can't reach him in the usual way, I'd like to do what I've done before and try to bring him into my mindscape. Do you want to do that in this jail cell? I do. Shit. What if I get a feeling we're interrupting an escape with just like, summon the demon? <laughs> okay, this is the vibe I'm getting. I am worried that I'm just going to keep getting cut and distracted and I'm not going to be very helpful in this escape. Alan, you're going to attempt to bring Xanthus into your mind palace. Yep, nothing could go wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, can you please roll me an arcana check? Yes. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion! Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot-toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin' Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out, it's the Four Spurs Pine Tree! to go to Mockery Manor.
Grand Claytonville. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs>